Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. And I hope you all had a great Christmas and we are heading into a new year. This is the last Broadcast His Love episode of 2022. We've got Dr. Patty Sadala on. She's a return guest. She is one of my spiritual mentors. She is a professor and author, a podcast host of the Experience Jesus podcast with Dr. Patty Sadala. And she has wonderful spirit life workshops throughout the country. And we just love her to death. And so we've got her here to encourage you all about your calling. We are talking about you who's listening today. What is your calling? What is your identity? God has a special plan for your life. And we just want to tune into that. So how are you, Dr. Patty? I just get so excited whenever I do anything with you, Ricky, because you are the energizer bunny of enthusiasm, man. I just love to be with you. We are sisters in Christ and I love learning from you. And um, I just love how we met through podcasting and how we are going to richly learn what God has shown you today about our calling and our identity. And these are fun things to talk about, but they're also serious things to talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's dive in. We're going to talk about callings, if that's okay. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Okay. First of all, some people think that only some people are called. I did want to say that if you are alive, you've been called. Amen. And the reason for that is that the Lord says, I'm not willing for any to perish. Mm -hmm. So he's choosing every single person. So your calling is actually, this is kind of an interesting thing because the Lord took me on a journey to learn all this stuff. And I've written a book called Encountering the Direction of God, where a lot of this is included in it. But He took me on a journey to identify people think that their calling is what they do. And one of the things I learned is that the word for calling in the Bible um, is is also the word for fullness or fulfillment, and it's called pleroma. And it means completeness, satisfaction, boldness. 
And it implies the fullness that you are in Christ, okay. which is what a calling is. It's when you become first who God created you to become, and then he will have you do what he called you to create it to do. So people think callings are all about what you do. And so did I, when I started researching this, I'm like, God, show me what I'm supposed to do. And he's like, hold on, sister, we need to help you find out who you are first. So that's kind of what callings are all about. First, you become who God created you to be and who, in fact, the father sees you as already through Jesus's covering. And that's huge. You have to break that down. We cannot leave that without an an explanation of what that means, because that's huge. Can you dive a little bit deeper into what you just said? Sure. So Jesus needed to come because the father created us for relationship, but he couldn't come near sin. He couldn't come near sin. Mm -hmm. So Jesus needed to show up in perfection, show us the way to go. And he needed to live a sinless life. And he needed to sacrifice himself and resurrect. If he stayed dead, we wouldn't be having this conversation, but he resurrected. And what that did was it put, it covers us with Jesus's perfection. So if you are a um, believer, the father sees you as your perfect dead, your perfected self. It's a unique Christ identity that was created just for you. Now the life of the Christian is to identify who that is. It's the best version of you because Jesus's perfection is laid and covered over you and you become that. And when you become that, the Lord can trust you with higher and higher levels of, of responsibility. And he releases uh, uh, you into the kingdom plan as part of a puzzle piece in his overall tapestry. I love the idea of a puzzle piece because every piece has a specific place to go. And if you lose one piece, the puzzle is not complete. And so we need all the believers. I mean, let's go, y'all. It's the last week of 2022. Uh, We have been called by God. And so what you were just saying about how God sees us as something different than we see ourselves. I mean, he sees us Mm. as perfect. I'm, I'm thinking... I'm actually praying. I'm not thinking, God, show me how you see me. Amen. That's that's the whole that's the whole gag of it. I mm, mean, you, you really yeah. want to, and how do you discover that? Well, yeah. The word of God, this was this is really cool, Ricky. And I don't even know if we had this on our plan to share, but yeah. I just did a podcast. It will it'll probably be re- it will be released before this is released on my own, but it was about the timing of God. And the Lord had me research the word now. And one of the things I learned on there is that the word now is noonie and it means not like before, presently true. And when you look at the times in the Bible in the New Testament where the word now shows up, it it shows you the truth of your Christ identity. What is now true about the fact that when Jesus said, um, it is for freedom that I came to set you free, you are now free. 
Now, if you're not living free, it's because you haven't caught up to the truth that your Christ identity is free. Mm-hmm. He came to heal. He came to deliver. He came to give us power. In the book of James, it talks about you will know them by the fact that they they heal and they cast out demons and they mm-hmm. raise people from the dead. And they and it's like that's the stuff that we have the ability to do now because right of now. what Jesus did right now. Yes. But the cool thing is that even though the Father sees you in Jesus's perfection, the enemy sees you the way you see you. Oh, and do not let those thoughts roll, you guys. Do not let those negative thoughts roll. No. That's right. And in so the name the of enemy, Jesus. <laughs> the enemy messes with you only because you don't know you know, there's this song, Missy Edwards has a song, um, uh, it was an oracle, it was, a, it was a received download from the Lord, it's an oracle, and in the song it says, she says, why are you trying to get in a room you're already in? Okay, and explain. It's, yeah. it's because people pray for things that God's already done for you. Amen. What are the gifts God has given you in your life today? Like, what has he given you? And and thank God for it. Like, list it out. Thank you, God, for my house. Thank you, God, for my healthy children. Thank you, God, for Dr. Patty. Thank you, God, for my family. What is it? Okay, so what is it? Manna. You know, manna means what is it? (laughs) Well, and manna was also a supernatural provision of God. Yes, that's what I'm so we don't realize how supernaturally we can, because we're ch- we're daughters and sons of the King of Kings, yes. how we can actually ask for supernatural things. Amen. Because we have that authority, and the enemy kind of counts on you not getting all that. Mm, not, today. not today. Not today, yeah. Satan. Not today. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah. Isaiah forty three nineteen in the NIV translation says, "See, I am doing a new thing now." It springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You guys, it is the last week of 2022. Like God is doing a new thing. So you were saying now, the word mm-hmm. now, talking about not like before, new. Mm-hmm. And this verse is saying, see, I'm doing a new thing now, which tells me like pause, like now, new mm-hmm. It springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? I am making right. a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And just to go with what you're saying of like, do you not see what God has gifted you with? Right. And you know what? If you want to find the new covenant um, fulfillment of that, you mm-hmm. go to Romans chapter eight. The entire okay. chapter, Romans chapter eight will show you who you are in Christ. Yep. Oh, who yeah. Who you are in Christ. And Isaiah was forecasting that and we live in it now which is super super cool okay so back to calling back to identity because here's the thing people say things like i just want to know what my calling is i'm just trying to figure out who i am who Mm -hmm. am i i don't even know who i am i don't even know who i who am i (laughs) who am who are we dr patty well you know the lord has given breadcrumbs in three different ways to help you understand how he has knitted you to be able to uh, uniquely contribute to the kingdom plan and live in the generation for which you were born, which Mm -hmm. this is a very cool generation to be born. 
I know, right? Really exciting, super yes. exciting around right now. Yes. Um, but if you picture, and we can draw, we can throw this little diagram in the bottom of your podcast if you want me to send it to you. Absolutely, please. Three overlapping circles. It's a Venn diagram. We call that a Venn diagram. If there are three overlapping circles, the piece in the center where all three overlap, that is the sweet spot of your calling. That's what I'm calling the sweet spot of your calling. That is okay. such a fun way to, yes. And we'll find out what that is. Okay. Is, so we're going to talk about what that is right now. Okay. Okay. So there are three components. The three circles are, and the, and the Lord has given you clues about this in your life. So listener, I just want you to listen to me and say, what are the clues as I talk through each of these elements? Okay. So there are certain things that, that you're interested in, that you care about, that you care about. Those are the things, those are the audiences, those are the, 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 the kinds of people, those are the areas in your life that draw your attention, that you tend to notice, and you tend to, um, to uh, appreciate. That's the area we call your interest. Now, what that really is, is that you're interested with what's breaking God's heart. Okay. okay. Jesus is moved with compassion. So he's identifying people, areas, age groups, populations, nations, something like that, that you are drawn to and interested to. That's him saying, Ricky, I've created you to care about this. Okay. And that's how you fit into the kingdom plan because he has all these interests that is breaking his heart and he has different ones that, that people find. Does that so, have anything to do with the verse that says um, the Lord knows the desires of your heart? Yes. And in fact, there are actually 21 verses in the Bible that actually address interests. Really? Yes. So see, everyone, listen, who, whoever's listening right now, God's interested in you. That's right. It, it's things like compassion to heal, compassion for a certain kind of people. You know, it's uh, it's it's the stuff he's putting on your heart to care about. So, okay, yeah. so keep going. I didn't mean to okay. cut you off. Sorry. So the next circle is aptitudes. That's stuff that you are naturally not just good at; you're great at. Mm-hmm. You're really great at this stuff. He has wired you with gifts that are just super, super awesome in this area if you were only okay at it mm-hmm. he would put somebody else into that position that's true mm-hmm. it's yep. something you're really really great at it this is talents it's giftings it's skills aptitudes you know some people are really artistic and some people are, can articulate well verbally and some people can write and some people you know, there's, these are natural abilities. Some people can play instruments. Some people are really good at languages. Right. Pick up a language. These are natural aptitudes that you find as you look at your life. As you look at your life, what has the Lord been preparing you for? Because you're stinking good at something. I mean, That's you're really amazing good. at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you've got those two overlapping circles. The third circle, and that, by the way, this is the verse about aptitudes. Romans 12, 6 to 8 says, 
Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us to them accordingly. And then he talks about some of the gifts, like the gift of prophecy, the gift of being able to speak to people, the gift of service and 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 teaching. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes on and on. The, those who have a heart for generosity and want to give, diligence, cheerfulness, all of those gifts, it goes on for kind of a long verse. Yep. But that's where it's like saying, hey, this is what I, you're great at that. You're yep. great at that. Yeah, so that's good. You, listener, I want you to take a self-assessment. What am I great at? Okay. I heard it explained this circle. way too. Like for people who are still like, I don't know, <laughs> like, what am I great at? Okay. Close your eyes. And think about a time when something was really easy for you to do, but it was really difficult for someone else to do, and you were frustrated by it. Yes. Awesome. That's that's one good way to do it. And another good way is to ask people because yes. they see it in you. That's good for business, too. I heard um, in a business podcast, they were saying, if you ever want to get new ideas for marketing, ask a customer who has referred you to someone else, what did they say when they referred you to that client or customer? Um, how did they describe you? And then you use that for your marketing. But yeah, same thing with your gifting. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can't see it, but it's not, you can't hide that stuff from other people. Yeah, it's so true. If you ask people that they'll tell you what they'll, they'll tell you what that is. Okay. Now, the third one is about God's provision. This is how you know that God is ready to use you in your sweet spot of your calling. Okay. That's because the sweet spot of your calling has God's provision coupled with your interests and your aptitude. And it's all flowing in one big effortless, high energy, high fruit bearing place. Okay. God's provision, your interest, and the last one. Aptitudes. Yeah. And what you're good at. So what you're interested in, what you're good at, and God opening doors and creating provision for it, then you know you're in your sweet spot. Okay. All right? So what happens in life is God prepares you for his provision. Okay? There are seasons in the wilderness where you've got to learn lessons to be able to handle an assignment from the Lord. That's true. Thank you, God, for that. Yes. And when you start to see him equipping you and then giving you small assignments and you and you do well with them, then he starts to move you into higher levels of provision. Provision is not just money. It's connections. It's people, partners. Right. It's Mm -hmm. it's um, and it and it, it leads to ultimately fruit bearing. Now, fruit bearing is not activity. You know, like I've written a lot of books. That's not fruit bearing. Okay. The transformed lives that read those books is fruit bearing. Yes. Okay. It's so, so good. It's not about what you do. It's about the actual kingdom impact that you have. You know, yeah. so people that think oh, no, I've absolutely written all these books and I'm something else. No, no, no. If the books aren't transforming people and leading them closer to Jesus, then that's not really part of what he's wanting you to do. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good, Dr. Patty. In Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, it says, Now may the God of peace, the source of serenity and spiritual well-being, 
who brought you up from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep. That means he's guiding you through all this day by day, right? Mm-hmm. Through the blood that sealed, ratified the eternal co- covenant, may he equip you with every good thing to carry out his will and strengthen you. So what that means is that if God calls you, he will equip you. Yes. That is a promise. Yes and amen. It's not not something he might do. It's something he will do. And it continues with making you complete and perfect. Where did we see that word earlier in this conversation? Um. You have to answer that. I'm sorry. It was the definition of calling, which is related oh, yeah. to fulfillment. Yes. Yes. Right? Yep. Which makes you complete and perfect as you ought to be, accomplishing in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, whom the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Okay. So that verse really shows you that your Christ identity is is tied to um, your calling, your fruit-bearing calling. Amen. That's good. Um, You were talking earlier about um, helping others, about, you know, not that it's that you've accomplished all these books that you've written. It's that other people are experiencing Jesus. Yeah. So what you're reinforcing there is that callings aren't about you. Amen. They're about yeah. how you're supposed to release him. Yeah, that's so good. It's not about it, you. It's not. It takes on a servant mentality to where we stay humble, we stay kind, we start living in the fruits of the spirit. And then um, there's a quote. I don't know who said it, and I'm so sorry. I can't remember who said this, but discipleship is growing fruit on someone else's tree. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't that like just thinking about like how you can enrich someone else's life through a good word, through a Bible verse, through uh, supporting them in something, through being mm-hmm. there for them, whatever it is, like you discipling me in this time. I mean, I'm learning and I pray that the person listening is drawing closer to Jesus in this time and mm-hmm. that they're experiencing more fruit on their tree today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, just I just want to say this personally, because I know that there will be people that can relate to what I'm saying here right now. Okay. I had a tendency to try to get ahead of God. I was like, okay, I I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I got this God. I can do this. Right. right. Yeah. And and so they're they're and the bottom line is we have to remember he is the one that equips, which means it's his open doors. It's his it's his decision to elevate you to a higher level. And that could lead us to the glory to glory, anointing to anointing conversation. Oh, yeah, we're going there. Second Corinthians 318. But we all with open face beholding in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Glory to glory, not glory to anything else. Glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. I just love that. What does it mean? Okay, so first of all, it's important for us to understand some what some of these me- words mean. So glory actually shows you what's right. 
It is God's righteousness. It's rightness. Okay, so glory shows you. When you are encountering God in a sort of lingering fashion, mm-hmm. the law when you look at him, when you gaze at gaze at God and praise and worship and reading in the word and doing a Jesus encounter like I teach people in my podcast and books. Yes. You're looking yes. at him. You're looking okay. at him. Okay. Now, when you look at God, he looks at you. Yes. And the longer you can look at each other, the more of his glory, he's, his glory is coming out of his eyes as he's looking at you. Okay, so so being, so the point of gl- understanding glory is that abiding, being with Jesus mm-hmm. is, and being with Jesus can look like being in the word. It can be worshiping. It can be praising. It can be praying. It can be encountering him. The more you do, the more you are exposed to the rightness of God. When you're exposed to the rightness of God, then he shows you what's wrong. That's true. Okay. And he shows you what wrong. Then those, that's the opportunity for you to begin to start changing and transforming. Yes. Now God's grace, people think it's unmerited favor. That is not what it is because if that were true, then Jesus wouldn't have needed it. Yeah. And yeah, come on. Like if you really do a a biblical research on grace and I actually learned this, um, I learned this from um, Graham Cook because he kept saying that grace was the power of God to transform you. I'm like, really? I've always heard it to, I always heard it as unmerited favor. So I dove in and I looked it up and every time grace shows up, it is the power of God to transform you. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. We yes. need that grace. Like I'm weak. You are strong, God. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So it's the power. Okay. Yes. The anointing, the anointing is the material substance of God that is the tool used to, to, um, I don't know, uh, facilitate that grace. Okay. So here's okay. a way to understand it using a different metaphor. Okay. Okay. I like it. Let's say that you're an architect Mm -hmm. and you're, you're building um, a a beautiful, a beautiful mansion. Oh yes. Dream home, dream home, dream home ladies. Okay. The architect represent the architect draws up plans. Okay. And those show the builders what's right and how to do it properly and exactly what it's supposed to look like when it's done that's that's like the glory the grace is the power it could be like electricity that is powering up any tools that they use to 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 manifest that to put it all together that's grace right and then now let's say that i have an electric power tool that i need to if i if that's not plugged in is that going to work uh-uh it's no, not it's gonna not. Work. no, it's not no, going to work. No, it's not going to work. Okay. So now I have a power tool and I'm connecting it to, and I'm using it as a builder to build. Mm-hmm. That's the anointing. So are we the builder? No, God. Well, God is the architect. Oh, okay. And he gives us the power through the Holy Spirit. That's a grace. Mm-hmm. And then he gives us the tools within us that manifestation gifts and our natural abilities and blah, 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 to oh. release, 
We're the house. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so that we can, right, create yes. that house. Okay. Now, um, so yes. when the verse says glory to glory, it means that the more you're with God, the more grace and the more anointing. Ooh, and the more grace we have, the more gifting we have, isn't it? Which is why you grow from glory to glory. Glory. To anointing. Man, it makes obedience so much of a bigger deal when you talk about it like that. Yes. Okay. So the last question I wanted to ask you was, how do you know when you found yourself in your purpose? And you actually emailed me this question, but I was like, man, if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're still confused about their calling and they're just like, feel like they're striving and trying and reaching for something, how do you know if you've already found yourself in your purpose? So, and here's the thing that I want to share about that. You may have found yourself uh, I've I've been in the sweet spot of my calling two times already. Okay. Because remember, it's glory to glory, anointing to anointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this is the it's the parable of the talents. Okay. okay. What he says is, look, I'm going to trust you with a little, and if you can show me that I can trust you with a little, I'm going to give you more. Yes. And then I'm going to give you more. Yes. I'm going to trust you again, and then I'm going to give you more. It's true. If you're a Christian, you know this. Like if you're a a Christian, you don't question this because it's true. Like in the scripture, it talks about so you can share your master's glory and the like. So you just continue to celebrate Jesus. You're abiding in him. Apart from him, you can do nothing. You know, you're just continuing to trust him. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Keep going. It feels like this. It feels like the things you're doing and the impact that you're having bring you so much joy that it doesn't feel like work anymore. Yeah. The Lord has positioned you in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. And you are releasing exactly what you need to be releasing. And you feel it's, it's see when people are not in their calling, let's say that they have some of this, but not all of it. They have, I'm, I'm really good at something, but I don't like it. Okay. But I'm really good at it. Okay. So I keep getting jobs in it, but I don't find, I don't have that. Remember the calling definition was about fulfillment. It, Amen. It's about, it's about the, the, the satisfaction piece. Right. And right. let's say that I'm really interested in it, but I'm not that good at it. Right. I mean, then somebody else is always going to be doing better than I am in it. And it's not going to bring me that. Right. But right. remember when the Lord adds his provision to it, he's saying, look, I've trusted you. Mm-hmm. And I'm equipping you and I'm giving you this assignment. And when you're in that window, right. which could last years, it could last decades or it could last just moments, not moments. Yeah. Like you can feel yourself going, wow, I have absolutely, I could feel him in that conversation. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, you can feel that in a sweet spot of, a, of, of the calling. It's like, oh my gosh, I was... I, I was in the grocery store and that person was led to cry. I feel like you have that energy. Yeah, right? It wasn't my words. It was his words. It was like, his words. You, yes. you know what that feels like. And it's super exciting and it's super. Ex- okay. So seasonally though, sometimes the Lord wants to close a door and you're like, but I'm not ready. I mean, I can right. tell that story and I know we don't have much time left, but I could say, Hey, yeah, I was, I was really in my sweet spot. And at that time, 
I was working in an organization where we were serving eight counties. And then he goes, nope, you need to leave that. And I don't want to leave it. I'm feeling it. And then he moves me into a thing where, oh, now I'm, I'm, I'm able to help 64 different nonprofit organizations. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, so he elevated me. Okay. And then he goes, okay, now I'm going to shut that door and I'm giving you Lyme's disease. So you go into the wilderness and you learn about this, that, and the other. And then yeah. he moves me into this new, completely different phase where I'm podcasting and writing books and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yes. And a mom of three wonderful girls and traveling the country and doing spirit life workshops. Right. And so, and so, you know, while you're waiting, this is the thing while you're waiting for the provision, Mm -hmm. God's assignments, you know, it's, it's all about just being trustworthy, being the abiding person that can just continually seek his face and just have that the holy habits of just spending time with him and the more again we said the more you gaze at him the more he gazes back and and he just starts to change you and prepare you and then he starts to give you opportunities to serve and those are you know first at at first they're tests and then they're real they're real sweet spot of holy spirit experiences sweet spot compared to this feeling let's see if you guys can guess the song i can't get no satisfaction (laughs) i can't get no satisfaction because i try and i try and i try and i try i can't get no (laughs) come on you won't you won't hear me singing uh, um on on air ever (laughs) when i'm driving in my car when a man come on the radio he's telling me more and more about some useless information supposed to fire my imagination (laughs) (laughs) i can't can you get satisfaction with jesus yes it's called fulfillment it's called your calling and when you feel that fulfillment you need to write it down i want for the last thing dr patty uh just in these last couple minutes just Talk to everyone about the importance of journaling and writing it down when God gives you that satisfaction or the fulfillment, the call. Yeah. So um, on the Experience Jesus podcast, we I teach you I teach people a skill called dialogue journaling, where you learn how to tap into what I call the God's TV channel, which is His voice, but it's not just His voice. It's you know all the spiritual senses of seeing and hearing and smelling and tasting and feeling and sensing mm-hmm. God. And when you learn how to do that, one of the most important, there are four keys. One, one of the most important keys is to write it down. So you're fixing your eyes on Jesus. You're tuning to the flow of the Holy Spirit. You're receiving you're, uh, and you write it down and then you can test it against the word to make sure it's his voice and not somebody else's voice. But, um, you know, the more the more you record, I have 37 recorded, I have 37 filled out journals of Jesus encounters and things I've learned from him. And, you know, yeah, the more you write it, you'll forget, you'll, yeah, you'll absolutely yeah. forget, you know, uh, what he said, if you don't write it down, the more you experience, the more you remember. So like, if it's, if it's a full encounter where you've gone on some adventure with him, you'll remember that more than you will something he just said to you. But yeah. yeah. Well, the important thing there is it's not you writing down, God, I pray for this or that. It's 
God, show me what you want to show me. Yes, because when you learn how to pray God's prayers, if you start from his perspective and then align and agree with him, that's where the life of the miraculous is. Amen. Because people always pray from their own personal um, perspective, like he's a um, genie. And uh, just keep me safe for one more day, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but if you pray according to his will, he's got to show up because he's a promise keeper. Promise keeper. That is so good. Anything else? No, I think we did a lot. We covered a lot today. We did. It was so fun. I want to go on a run right now. I'm so pumped up. (laughs) I'm going to listen to I Can't Get No. That's from the Rolling Stones. That's not my generation. Is that your generation, Dr. Patty? It is my generation. Thank you for pointing that out. (laughs) Oh, you're my mentor. I am in your mother's generation. I actually have a daughter that's your age. I love it. Well, I so appreciate your guidance, your direction, and for pointing us to Jesus. And I can't think of a better person to talk to to close out 2022, to get us driven and serious about our calling, because it's fun to get excited about our calling. It's fun to get passionate about projects, but our eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. And you just brought it home. So thank you so much for wrapping up this wonderful year. Uh, We love you, Dr. Patty, and we will connect with you. What is your website? Well, the podcast is Mm pattyej.podbean.com. And my regular website is Patty Sadala, S is in Sam, P A T T Y, S is in Sam, A D is in dog, A L L A H dot com. The next Spirit Life Workshop is yeah. in um, Cleveland, Ohio, right on Lake Erie, May 12th to 14th, 2023. SpiritLifeWorkshops.com. Thanks. Oh, yeah. SpiritLifeWorkshops.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Patty. At the end of every podcast, we always pray, Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission and Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>